Welcome to In Social Work, the podcast series of the University of Buffalo School of Social Work at www.insocialwork.org. We're glad you could join us today. The purpose of In Social Work is to engage practitioners and researchers in lifelong learning and to promote research to practice and practice to research. We educate, we connect, we care. We're In Social Work. Hi from Buffalo. Late September in western New York leaves no doubt that cool, crisp evenings, deliciously tart Cortland apples, and the beautiful transition to fall foliage is upon us. It's been a terrific summer here, and we invite you to visit us during our spectacular autumn. I'm Peter Sabota. By December 2014, the killings of Michael Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, and New York Police Department officers Rafael Ramos and Weijin Lu have left little doubt of the enormous divide between law enforcement officials and the African-American community. In response, our guests formed a working group and eventually an action plan called Enhancing Relationships Forums to address the pervasive anxiety and strained relationships that seem to be fostering ongoing violence and preventing a movement toward understanding and positive change. Their model calls for bringing together representatives of law enforcement personnel, African-American pastors, the social work profession, the African-American community, and the community at large for empathic dialogue. Using core social work values and practice methods, such as the importance of relationship, group work, and community-based change, our guests describe why social workers are ideally suited to lead this kind of forum. They describe the lessons all stakeholders learned and conclude with how the group's experience can assist social workers in pursuing and leading action in responding to this crisis in their own community and empowering communities of goodwill everywhere. Sandra L. McGee, PhD, LMSW, is Assistant Clinical Professor with the University of Iowa School of Social Work. She has over 25 years of experience as a manager and practitioner in the crime victim services profession. She has expertise in trauma and the African-American women's experience with the education system. She is the recipient of several awards, including the 2013 NASW Iowa Social Worker of the Year and the 2013 Dr. James Durham Health Practitioner of the Year Award. Teresa Hopson is Employee Relations Consultant and MSW student at Widener University. She currently serves as a facilitator and committee member of the Enhancing Relationship Forums and is a community representative for the Youth Justice Initiative, Restorative Justice Circles. Karen P. Gale has been FBI Victim Specialist in Iowa for over 10 years. She holds a BA in Communications from Pacific Lutheran University and a Master's in Human Relations from the University of Oklahoma. As a victim specialist, Karen works with federal victims of crime as identified by FBI special agents to include victims of bank robbery, financial institution fraud, mortgage fraud, human trafficking, child pornography, and online sexual exploitation. Karen is a member of the FBI Victim Assistance Rapid Deployment Team and most recently she deployed with them in support of the San Bernardino Mass Casualty Event. Sandra D. Bro is a 29-year employee of the FBI and serves as the Public Affairs Specialist for the FBI Omaha Division. 
The Omaha division covers the states of Nebraska and Iowa, and Ms. Bro is responsible for media inquiries and community outreach in both states. Ms. Bro serves as the FBI liaison to the FBI Citizens Academy Alumni Association, which promotes a safer community through service projects and education. Our guests were interviewed by our own Dr. Kelly Patterson, Associate Professor here at the UB School of Social Work. Their interview was recorded in May of 2016. Dr. McGee, can you start our discussion by explaining how these forms came about? Yes, I can. Thank you. The birth of these forms began in the fall of 2014 over several lunch meetings that included myself and the team involved in this discussion today. We came together for two reasons. First, to talk about ways that the law enforcement entities could better connect with the African-American community. And second, was out of concern about the strained relationships between the black community and law enforcement across the nation due to the unjust killings of black men by police officers and the assassination of police officers by black men. At the time of our meetings, the killings of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Eric Garner in New York, and 12-year-old Tamir Rice were making headlines. In that same year, officers Ramos and Lou from New York were gunned down by a black man as they sit in their patrol vehicle. As an African-American and a social worker, these incidents signaled a call to action for me. I have known for years about the killings of people of color by law enforcement that has gone unnoticed by the larger community. Talking to the younger generation about these matters, I sensed the anxiety they were living with because of the killings and the strained relationships between the police and the community, and I wanted to do something to help make changes. It was different when I grew up. There was more of a relationship between law enforcement and the black community, good or bad. We knew the officers who were responsible for patrolling our communities, even if we did not have the best relationship with them. It's a different time today. The concerns of our young people moved me in a way I could not ignore. These injustices summoned me to get involved. The National Association of Social Workers Code of Ethics requires social workers to be ambassadors for change. Specifically, our ethical principle regarding the importance of human relationships directs us to work to strengthen, restore, and maintain relationships to enhance the well-being of individuals, families, social groups, organizations, and communities. In 2016, the National Association of Social Workers featured an article written by Angela McLean, a licensed social worker. McLean asserts that the opportunities abound for social workers to be active leaders in reforming criminal justice, advancing youth justice, and undoing structural racism. I believe that developing Enhancing Relationships Forums was an opportunity for social workers to lead a cause needed for the betterment of our community. This was a chance for the professionals of social work to join with the FBI, U.S. Attorney's Office, local police, African-American pastors and their churches, and the black community at large to confront the issues obstructing our ability to enhance relationships and move our community forward. Teresa, could you please explain what the purpose of Enhancing Relationships Forums is? Absolutely. 
the purpose of these forums was a chance for us to be proactive as a community. We wanted to begin building the relationship between the African-American community and law enforcement so that if and or when there was a crisis situation, we were better prepared to work together from the onset. We wanted to provide the opportunity for productive, honest, and meaningful discussions that would lead to change. These forums provide a voice for individuals who otherwise may not feel safe sharing their thoughts and concerns or believe they would not be heard by law enforcement in a different setting. Enhancing relationships forums include both a town hall style meeting and a roundtable discussion format. Offering this format ensures that all could speak and share their thoughts or just listen if they chose to. These events brought multiple generations of African Americans to the process and gave them a voice both individually and collectively. So Dr. McGee, are these forums based on a particular model? They are. The multicultural and social justice group model was consulted prior to the design of enhancing relationships. According to an article by Singh and several other researchers, this model promotes and supports the techniques of ongoing self-reflection, ongoing learning, and the action needed when bringing diverse groups together for a common cause. Group discussions have long been an effective teaching tool and a methodology used to empower people to engage in sensitive subject matters. This model provided the strategies and techniques relevant and appropriate for the forums we envisioned. Well, Karen, from your perspective as a victim specialist for the FBI, why is it important for law enforcement and social workers to come together with the community? It's important for us to be involved in this initiative in order to build relationships and increase positive interactions within our community. It also provides the FBI an opportunity to inform the community of other programs within the FBI and increases the public's knowledge of the Bureau's many layers. One of those layers is the position of the FBI Victim Specialist. The Victim Specialist works with victims identified in an FBI investigation. The Victim Specialist also works directly with FBI agents in order to meet the needs of the victim, provide liaison interactions with the agent, and is the direct source of services, support, information, resources, and referrals to the identified victims. As the FBI Victim Specialist in Iowa, it has been a true asset to me both professionally and personally, to be involved in this initiative. By attending the community forums, I have been given the opportunity to provide information on the Office of Victim Assistance, which is located at our headquarters in Washington, D.C., and also educate the attendees of my role as the Victim Specialist for the FBI in Iowa. Unfortunately, most people with whom I work only become aware that the Victim Specialist is an actual entity within the Bureau when they've been identified as a victim of a federal crime. By participating in the community forum, I've been able to answer questions on my role as a victim specialist, provide information on requirements for the position, and also increase awareness of one more asset utilized by the FBI. The true upside of being part of the community forums for me is the increased knowledge of the community. I've been overwhelmed by the commitment of the attendees and have gained a wealth of knowledge from them. Additionally, the forum has increased my cultural competency, provided me with new resources I can utilize with my clients, and has increased opportunities to interact and provide information to groups within my community. This all serves to build community collaboration and increase transparency. 
And transparency is vital within the role of the victim specialist and law enforcement, and it serves to build respect, increases positive public perception, and allows for a state of openness in which we work and build communities that thrive. Collaboration also provides the platform from which we can become more responsive to community concerns and, in turn, help to reduce suspicion, crime, and negative interactions. This can only be achieved if we continue to collaborate and share responsibility for addressing the challenges within our communities. Sandy, from your perspective as an FBI spokesperson, why is it important for social workers and law enforcement agencies to come together with the community? We believe it's important to reach out to all communities and partnering with other groups or organizations is a force multiplier. The Omaha Division, like each of the FBI's local field offices, has a community outreach program that complements and strengthens our many efforts to protect our communities. In some communities, there's a disconnect between police agencies and many citizens, predominantly in communities of color. Forums such as the one we held in 2015 provide a venue that encourages open and honest discussions as to how law enforcement personnel relate to the community they serve, about the appropriate use of force, and about real and perceived biases, both within and outside of law enforcement. Our FBI Director, James Comey, believes these are important conversations that need to happen in our communities. Everyone should feel free to express their opinion. That's what makes our democracy great. Those conversations, as bumpy and as comfortable as they can be, help us understand different perspectives and better serve our communities. Thank you. Teresa, as a social work student and also an expert in African-American culture, talk about why you believe these forums are needed in your community. Forward dialogues are needed in our community as a way to live proactively. Understanding and collaboration, as well as recognizing strengths and areas of opportunity, are also essential in building a partnership. The focus of the discussions center on enhancing relationships between the entities, as one needs the other for the well-being of the entire community. What leadership skills would social workers learn from this process? Social workers learn the art of planning, leading, and facilitating forums involving sensitive but necessary conversations between police and other vital agencies and multi-generational members of the American African-American community. This model can be used across communities and cultures to address many relationship issues. So, Dr. McGee, why is it important for social workers to lead initiatives such as these? Well, social workers are academically trained to lead important dialogues between diverse groups. We are the only professionals mandated to practice from the person and environment perspective. So as social workers, we are trained to recognize hardships others may not always see and called to address the needs of all people, particularly those who are vulnerable. We have the ability to look through the lens of the individual or the family or the community so that we get a sense of the underlying issues. Social workers are skilled in helping folks put circumstances, issues, and problems into context so that people with opposing viewpoints can begin to see they have a vested interest in a cause that is meaningful to all involved. 
In the case of the strained relationships between law enforcement and the African-American population, it is the community itself that continues to suffer unjustly generation after generation. Therefore, social workers must be willing to take on the hard issues and advocate for social justice even when the circumstances before us look bleak. People look to social workers for leadership. It is imperative that we step out of our comfort zone and lead change. So now we're going to move on to lessons learned. Teresa, what information did you learn from the African-American community attending these forums? I believe that some very useful information came from the roundtable discussions, which centered on the following questions. What actions can we take as members of the African-American community, individually and collectively, to eliminate the perceived threat of minorities, young and old? Some responses included, hold more community forums such as this one, learn more about each other, leverage the FBI Citizens Academy and the Des Moines Police Department Ambassador courses, consider the police as neighbors, and change the image of the African-Americans. Feature all the positive work going on in the community and stop stereotyping one another. The second question was, what actions can law enforcement officers take individually and collectively to eliminate the perceived threat of officers across our community? Responses for this question included, hold forums between officers, parents, and children and learn everyone's point of view. This will help dispel stereotypes. Officers can get out of the car, meet with people, and develop partnerships within the community. Departments can provide more cultural competence trainings for officers, use preventative, proactive methods rather than a correcting philosophy, and officers should develop relationships with people in their areas of work. Two consistent themes emerged from the dialogues. First, the importance of building and maintaining relationships as everyone is needed to ensure the safety and well-being of others. Second, continue having forums that encompass dialogue and foster the spirit of community. The youth involvement was awesome. Young people expressed over and over that they just want a chance and do not want to be stereotyped as dangerous. Questions that youth wanted answered included, how do we properly educate the community regarding our rights as U.S. citizens when there are encounters with the police? What steps do we need to take to improve our relationship with one another? Please ex explain what constitutes as resisting arrest. And we understand at the end of the day, an officer wants to go home to his family, just as we do. Are you all trained to shoot to kill or shoot to injure in extreme situations? And what constitutes an extreme situation? This created meaningful dialogue between law enforcement and the youth, which led to the youth being offered to participate in weekly justice circles with the local police officers. These forums gave everyone in the room the opportunity to learn from the young people that day, which was important as a culture. They are our future leaders, and we want things to be different for them. Yes, we do. Karen, as a victim specialist for the FBI, what are the outcomes for lessons learned for you? One of the outcomes of lessons learned is the community wanted to learn more about all the aspects of law enforcement and the FBI and my job, to be quite honest. One of the best aspects of the victim specialist position is our ability to liaison with the communities in which we work. 
While participating in the Community Collaboration Forum, I was approached by different groups of individuals, one being the youth community and the other being the senior citizens community. Both groups were interested in information I could share or provide to them in order for them to increase their awareness on a variety of topics. The youth were interested in my presentation on Internet safety, and as a direct result, I have had the honor of providing them with this presentation. My interactions with this group of young people was wonderful. The youth were engaging, they asked great questions, and some youth contacted me following the presentation in order to get more information on the FBI and options they may have for working within the Bureau. The group of senior citizens approached me and requested information on identity theft, online scams, and fraud. They're concerned about their online vulnerabilities and wanted to increase their safety online. Working with both groups is yet another way in which we can engage the community, increase our responsiveness, and provide information that can help individuals increase their own safety. The Community Collaboration Forum also gave me the opportunity to make new professional and personal relationships. This has been one of the best outcomes for me. I've also seen an increase in the amount of information the participants are sharing with others within their community and workplaces, and therefore increasing transparency, providing opportunity for information, and also increased interest in the workings of law enforcement, both as service providers and possible employment opportunities. And Sandy, what lessons are learned by law enforcement as a result in participating in these forums? Well, first and foremost, from the FBI's perspective, it allows us to discuss our mission and initiatives, as well as dispel the myths and perceptions about the FBI. It also allows us to hear firsthand from the community, to find out what the community feels are the current struggles and problems. We have found that many citizens are unaware of the FBI's investigative statutes. For example, many crimes, such as crimes involving robbery, drugs, guns, and fraud, may be prosecuted in either state or federal court. There are certain statutes that are primarily federal in nature. One important example is the enforcement of the federal civil rights statutes. Our office regularly reaches out to various minority communities to make sure they understand that the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office are ready and available to enforce the civil rights statutes and protect members of minority groups from having their civil rights violated. Every citizen in this country has the right to be safe in the community in which they live. Our offices will do whatever we can to protect that right, including the prosecution of law enforcement officers that use excessive use of force in effectuating an arrest. So in response to the question about the most important lessons learned, it would be that forums such as this are undeniably effective and are one of the best ways we have to be invited into the community to participate in these open, frank discussions. In addition to our Citizens Academy and CREST programs, we are always seeking new and creative ways to partner with community organizations that we believe will be the most helpful in preventing crime and thereby build trust between the community and law enforcement agencies in the communities we live. The Enhancing Relationships Forum held in Des Moines, Iowa, was one of the best efforts toward working together to help understand and build better relationships, which results in a happier, safer community. So Dr. McGee, moving change forward, what can this group offer social workers that desire to lead an initiative such as enhancing relationships? Well, we are willing to conduct workshops as we are always looking for opportunities to share our expertise and experiences. Members of this team 
would consult with social workers, law enforcement entities, and other professionals across the nation and beyond wanting to plan a community forum centered on relationship building. The goal of these forums are about enhancing relationships and looking at opportunities to improve service provision for individuals, families, and communities, and also to assist organizations better understand their strengths and challenges. We want to offer social workers that desire to lead such initiatives the tools necessary to do so. These forums are an innovative way to engage diverse members of the community. Those interested would be given a toolkit to assist them in the development of two to three practical strategies to market their initiative. We would assist them with deciding on who the appropriate partners are and help them develop thoughtful and meaningful questions that get at the heart of the issues hindering the relationships between the community and law enforcement. I believe that one of the most important social justice issues of the day is the poor rapport between systems and the communities they are set up to serve. It is essential that social workers lead initiatives that improve and rebuild relationships between communities, systems, and law enforcement agencies. Taking a stand to move change forward is our professional obligation. I really want to thank everyone involved in making Enhancing Relationships Forum a successful endeavor. And I want to thank all of you for sharing this timely and important work with us. You have been listening to Dr. Sandra McGee, Teresa Hobson, Karen Gale, and Sandra Bro discuss Enhancing Relationships Forums on In Social Work. Hi, I'm Nancy Smith, Professor and Dean of the University of Buffalo School of Social Work. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We look forward to your continued support of the series. For more information about who we are as a school, our history, our online and on-the-ground degree in continuing education programs, we invite you to visit our website at www.socialwork.buffalo.edu. And while you're there, check out our Technology and Social Work Resource Center. You'll find it under the Community Resources menu.